bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, we can do this Saturday night in the Mile High City, and here it is, the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Let's hear your voice. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Best ever. Best ever tonight. Yep, That's absolutely. the voice of Little Rich Schneider, Brian Freeman, myself, Greg Hollenbeck, and Jay Parker. All's well in the world. Dave Reese here with us. Jesusia Silva, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Chef, this Thank is going to be a good one, man. We're going to cover you. a lot of ground tonight. Yep, we're doing some uh, different type of cuisine today. Some tacos, ramen, and some sushi. I hope I can do all this. Uh, I think you can. Couple hours. Oh. A little pitch from each one of your concepts. <laughs> is, is, is I know. Exciting. Three concepts. <laughs> yep, three. Yep, four. Four? <laughs> well, not counting your kids. The one. He's yeah, announcing, the, he's announcing <laughs> the fourth tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Uh, three concepts tonight. Yes. We're gonna three cover. concepts tonight. Also, Girl Scouts are in the house. Where are the Girl Scouts at? They got their cookies ready to go. Everybody loves Girl Scouts. I'm, I'm putting down a challenge. I want to sell every box that they brought in. And I've got, I should have gone over and asked them how many boxes. Uh, quite a few. I might be bringing some home. What's your favorite, Rich? What's your favorite? Samoas. Samoas. And the peanut butter. Yeah. I can put those down like Tic Tacs. Thin mints in the freezer. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I had some of those today, actually, uh, myself. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, creative. Oh, hey. Brian oh, Palmer's hey. in the house. If you don't know Brian, you will. And this is a guy. I love this guy. He's, he's full of life. He does so many great things, but he's great in the social media aspect. He's actually inspiring. I follow all of his stuff. Maybe you can teach us a couple Maybe things. Maybe he here, can. <laughs> I think wow, he can. Wow. I love it. He, he jumps in here like a firefly and just, woo, everywhere. You yeah. Know? I, uh, you mean there's just one of him? There is just one of them. <laughs> I <laughs> thought there were several. <laughs> uh, Purpose Brewing Company, I can't wait to catch up with Peter. Um, great story, but New Belgium beginnings. Also, uh, just reading the story of um, developing this concept in South Africa, I want to ask him about the acorn, what it has to do with developing oh. this business. I, I think it's pretty cool, but it's just a mindset, so we'll catch up That's with Greg's Peter. little plant. The, what about the acorn? What about the pig? What about him? What about you, Brian? And then uh, Mile High Spirits. Mile High Spirits in the house. So a lot to cover. Sushi right now, though. Yeah. I know. Aren't you just mesmerized by that? I mean, Jesus, that's... Now, can I I shine a little light on Jesus here? (laughs) Because Jesus, here's what's cool is with Jesus, you've got someone that's extremely talented. Uh, he doesn't just know how to make ramen and doesn't know how to just make tacos and just doesn't know how to make sushi. He's arguably maybe the best at each of these. <laughs> and he's been behind the scenes of so many very well-known chefs. And it's, it's fantastic now that he's come out, the light is on him, and there's a lot of people in this industry pulling for this guy. I they love it. this guy. <laughs> Thank you. So this is That's awesome. Very nice. Well, Jesus, you always place even at the Rami, ramen, uh, ramen cook-off. Don't you yeah. always place in the top three? Well, um, I think I was at number one, but for some reason I lose. No, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, and what was the ramen you made? Listen I, to this. I make a pozole ramen, lamb pozole. Uh, I think because it was a little out of the... Uh, traditional that yep. was a little crazy for everybody, but I think it was amazing ramen. That's a ram, a Monterey ramen. <laughs> Pretty much, right? yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that was. Uh, Rich, you fell in love with ramen like a year and a half ago, didn't you? Yes, absolutely, I did. I was. I went down to visit uh, Mark Henry in Colorado Springs when he was opening up Happy Belly Taco. Uh huh. We met at his ramen place. Never really had it besides the, you know, the what is it, a cup for a penny? Yeah. Uh, type of thing, and wow, I was just amazed. It, it, it's awesome. Well, what's amazing though is when you have good ramen, because right. like what Jesus is doing is up here. Yeah. Versus that. Yeah. But it's really messy, it's too. It's, it's messy, no <laughs> doubt about it. Well, I was catching up with uh, Chef before the show and just kind of, you know, shooting the breeze, talking about this, where where it comes from, the food type of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Let's start. Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from Monterrey, from Monterrey, Mexico. Yeah. I've been here in Colorado for around 16 years, probably. Yeah. Hey, Suze, could you do me a favor, though, real quick, yes. on that Monterey, Mexico? Tell people what that part of Mexico is so, about, because that's that's special to who you are and, and your style of cooking. That's the northeast part of Mexico. Uh, Monterey, or Nuevo León is the state. Um, it has a, a border with Texas. So we're very close to Austin and uh, Houston and all that. But we, in Monterey, we cook a lot on uh, open fire. That's what we do. That's where... Um, we cook everything there in the fire, and we know for that. Monterey yeah. is a huge and very industrial city. Yeah. What Big kind city. of agriculture is available to you? Uh, over there, we do a lot of citrix. It's, uh, it's the capital of citrix in Mexico. Yep. Uh, all the, you know, you name it, everything comes from Monterey. And avocados? Uh, no, avocados are, we use, a, it's, it's crazy. We use a different type of avocado. We have this avocado that you can eat with the skin. I never see it here in Colorado. Uh, it's amazing. Is that the Fuerte? I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, uh, the name you you guys call it like that, but we call it Cascara de Papel or like uh, paper skin. Yeah, thin skin. Yes. It's a real thin skin. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. I believe that's the... You guys call yeah. it Fuerte? Okay. The Fuerte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we a lot of that. All the guacamoles we do, we always use that. And that's the kind of avocado you have in your backyard. I mean, I have one of those. I don't know if everybody does. Yeah, you, you, you were talking about your family and cooking, and, and it's almost an all-day affair, right? I mean, yeah. you, everything evolves around cooking. So my mom is from Oaxaca, so she cooked a lot of food. And uh, every time, um, um, you want to cook it more, more, cook it more. And uh, in Oaxaca, you want, um, every time we go there, it's, uh, it's like a big party because... Um, I mean, everybody just waiting for my family to come, and that's when everybody's just cooking for us all day, and it's like now, all, did the whole week. they have restaurants? Week. No. I mean, that's the thing, man. In Mexico, if we eat in a restaurant, that means you eat in a taqueria, or you eat in a fonda, a small place. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's a little different than the style we do here in America, I guess. Well, it's truly because what you're making at home right. is better than what you would go out. And like a restaurant is more of an occasion, something special versus totally. yes. every day. Everybody uh, eats at home. And it usually because the budget too. I mean, you prefer to spend your money mm-hmm. in things you're going to eat the whole week instead of eating. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about just that, Sunday. just all, all purpose, everything used, right? So, yeah, um, in, I hate to say this, but in America, food is very accessible. Uh, with a little money, you can buy a lot. I mean, not not all the good food. Um, the problem we have in America, we have a lot of um, commodity food, and, and, and it's cheap, and uh, it's accessible, and that's how restaurants survive. I mean, that's a reality. Mm-hmm. We need to use the kind of things to survive. Otherwise, our prices will be too high. And, and yes, our customer looking for that kind of stuff, but not all the time want to pay for it. 
Mm -hmm. So sourcing ingredients. Yes. Has that been a problem for you? N no, I mean, you have, like I say, the people it ask you why you don't use in all local, and you, we try. But then, like I say, that same people is asking you that they stop coming to your restaurant because now they don't want to pay the price. <laughs> I know, and, and really, truly, that's it. so. Th let, let's talk about that. We'll come back and we'll talk about all three of these concepts. I want to cover it thoroughly. But let's talk about that mindset of where the the love for food as a chef, right? The love for food and the pure and the ingredients and getting what you can, the best of the best. But then coming into a business situation to where you have to make everything with work, with margins, and all of a sudden you're not a chef, you're a businessman too. That transition, that's an interesting type of thing. Right. Um, and I'd like to get your take on that because you're coming in. Well, just hold on. We need to keep the viewers <laughs> into the break. We'll break off. Jesusia Silva here with us. She's chef. I, I love this. And uh, Masaki on Broadway, Toro Ramen, and Tacos Al Chile. Uh, we'll cover them all, all three of I'm them. I'm excited. All right, let's break away. We'll come back next. Uh, listen to our sponsors. Little Rich is in the Little Rich Corner. We'll come right back. Yeah, Bryant in, uh, in the uh, Little Rich Corner right now. Okay, break away. Come right back. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas, or pain, or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms, but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. Modern Eater family, it's Little Rich. Everybody needs insurance, but do you have the insurance you need? When we opened Studio Kitchen Colorado, home of the Modern Eater, we had no idea what insurance we needed. We didn't even know where to begin. Times like that, I turned to the experts. Our insurance expert, Brian Brenning with the Ewing Levitt Agency. Brian makes the coverage discovery process easy and seamless. Here's what you can expect from Brian and the team at Ewing Levitt. The absolute safest coverage, fair, low rates, quick response time, and honest, straightforward service. I've been in business 40 years. I trust Brian Brenning and Ewing Levitt Agency. He's not just an insurance expert. He's my friend. Make him your friend and expert, too, by calling the Ewing Levitt Agency today, 970-679-7374. For the best and most reliable insurance coverage, that's 970-679-7374. It's the Ewing Levitt Agency. Hey, Chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you too want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper local, Colorado grown, cold pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Okay, we're back. Uh, what live are we doing here, Jay? 
Jeff Rourke. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. None better. Uh, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Here's the deal. He's a family man. It's owned and operated. He puts in uh, delicious faucets. Faucets what? Tap systems. Tap systems. Right. Um, the best of the best use them because they trust him. But also, he can go in there and clean up someone's mess. If there's some age on your tap system or you just want to add to it, give it a good clean out like I did this week with my body. <laughs> it might be a little different for you. Uh, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, he's got you covered. The man is going to work with you, your budget, and your needs. He's going to make your tap dreams reality. Can that happen? Yes, it is possible. Give him a call, 720-272-3809. One more time. Please. Gotcha. 720-272-3809. Give him a ring. His name's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. Oh, thank you, Brother Luck. Speaking of impressive men, here he is. You don't get Jesus, any better than yeah. brother, except maybe Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> good good recovery, right? Ooh, good right I, I know. I, I got to be nice. He's got I a huge knife. knife. Yeah, <laughs> He's got an ar- a knife the size of your arm, Richie. Um, you definitely want to be careful I with him. <laughs> Since you're doing sushi, let's talk about Misaki. So Misaki Star um, has been almost a year and a half ago we started in the Stanley Market uh, I partnership with uh, Charlene Tai and Robert Tai mm-hmm. um, they asked me to do some uh, consulting in the beginning and I guess we fell in love with each other and we ended uh, doing this whole thing for longer than I was expecting to be honest mm. so yes Misaki is amazing I mean Charlene um, what was the consulting they wanted from you they wanted to pretty much do the whole thing and the rest <laughs> They want me to design the menu, design, uh, hire the people, uh, design the kind of service they want to do, and, and, and then from there we... Yeah. This is actually, this is not a degrading question, it's a setup question. Why are you qualified to do that? Because I'm Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> dirty Jesus, though. Yeah, because I'm dirty Jesus. No, uh, I Your mean, background, I, and humbly, I'd like yeah, for you to talk I, about your background just uh, a little bit. I've been cooking when... When I was a kid, my dad passed away when I was seven, and I had to start working uh, uh, when I was nine years old, and I, I was doing, uh, I was cooking in that time. So I started cooking, and I've been doing this for a really long time. I've been around, I mean, in Denver only for 16 years, but I've been doing a lot of cooking what in my life. What are some of the jobs I, that yeah. you've had the past 16 years here in Denver? I love how he's so humble. Just a, a couple of years. I'm going to get it out of him here. In, <laughs> in Colorado, I work uh, Tamayo. Uh, in that time, uh, Chef Troy Gar was the chef of Tamayo. I work uh, Mao. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember in Cherry Creek. Or some of you remember. Oh yeah. Where, where oh, was yeah. it? In, I grew uh, up in Cherry Creek. Yeah, uh, First and Josephine or first, I don't oh. remember. Right behind the big. By Houston's where Houston yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. One okay. block away from there. Got it. Ten. Um, and that was amazing. I think one of the most beautiful restaurants I ever worked uh, was Mao. But I. I also believe that Mao was a little ahead of the time, I guess. It was. Yes. It was, yeah. And um, uh, Colorado wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't ready, but it was not enough people to support that type of restaurant in that time. Is that where Opus was? Op- where? Opus. 
Opus. Just up the street, like it turned into a steakhouse. And yes, yes, that's the place. Yeah. Yeah. Opus and then closed us. <laughs> you opened and closed us. <laughs> that was a tough location, too. Yes, yeah. but um, we, were, we, were there, we were there for a good two years. Mm-hmm. It was a nice run. Then I work at uh, uh, Sushi Sasa. I worked with Wayne for a long time, and and uh, Wayne is a Wayne is amazing. Uh, this is gonna I, I gonna I gonna say it because he deserves it. Uh, a lot of people is excited because uh, Uchi is in Denver and because all these big restaurants are coming from around the uh, country is coming to Denver. But we need to look at Wayne, and we look we need to look at. Uh, Toshi-san in Sushiden, and we need to look about uh, that people, and that's where you guys need to spend your money. With all my respect for all the other people, and I don't say they're bad. I'm just saying these people is been there for a really long time, cooking for us, and 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 we we need to look at them more. I hate Susan. Really I love yeah. that he says that because yep. just truly just yesterday. Somebody came to me and said, "Oh, we wanted to go to Uchi, and the they, the the line, or they, it was they they couldn't get a reservation." And I right. said, "Why?" I said, "Listen, go to Sushi Saza. I because I have been going. Right. I've known Toshi since the '90s, and that's where I met Wade. And back in the day with Wade and Joey right. and that whole team that was yeah. at Sushi Sushi Den, and then came downtown. And he is the, one of the most underrated chefs." for sushi. I think what Wayne is doing over there at Sushi Saza. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne is amazing and and not just that. Wayne give you the opportunity to buy I mean to to bring your own things in and on the sushi bar and and that's important for us too. I'm thinking that's where you got your sushi influence. Uh yeah, I mean I started Mao, but I start I learned the right way with uh, Wayne and Eiji san. So that's the reality. Continue on. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here, Greg, let me set him up, though, because I'm curious, because he's got three concepts, or four concepts, uh-huh. but you've got multiple partners, and I've got to believe that that is hard in the business arena to have different well, personalities all at the same yeah. table, and you almost have to change when you go from table to table. Right. Well, but um, when you have partners like Charlene or like uh, Mark, where they let you create and be yourself, they change the whole game. I mean, it's not we're not fighting there for to see who's gonna do yeah. what. And they they let me do my stuff and and they're happy so far. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> talk a little so, bit about Charlene, how she fits in all this. So Charlene is um, she owns uh, Asahi Foods, and she brings some of the best sushi or uh, sushi um, fish mm-hmm. in uh, in Colorado. I mean, she used to specialize for. Um, uh, sushi restaurants and she's amazing I mean yeah she knows more than anybody else about tuna and salmon and you ask her I mean she just come back from Japan was there for a couple months I mean she's not playing around I mean so here's what's cool here you've got an expert on sushi grade fish yep and who do they get to set up their restaurants and now how many are there now there are three now we have three we have the one in the Stanley Market one in Superior and the one in the Broadway market. We sat at the counter. I don't know if you remember. We sat at the counter there with you. I don't. It's been a six, while. Six long months time. ago. Yeah. Not yeah. too long. But yeah, I was just there two weeks ago, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Come uh, on. I just yeah. We, we saw I each other. Laughed. I brought the whole family. You know. Did you really? Yeah. Of course. You just okay. saw me. I was just there. What was like two, three weeks ago? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was there five. I love ago. it. I love. Hey, Susan and I listen. I have such admiration for this guy just because he's young. 
he he is really doing a lot. I mean, he's like, oh, I'm not so young, but <laughs> you are. You, I mean, and but you've got a good head on your shoulders, Jesus, and that's what I love to see. You faked everybody out. Man. <laughs> I have to keep it that way, otherwise I get in trouble with my wife yeah, over there. I know it. Well, but she's a powerhouse behind you, and yes. she's been super supportive of you. Yeah, I mean, so you, you're saying how you do this business side is yeah. because of her, not because I'm smart i'm not smart i just play with knives she's the one <laughs> she's the one doing the hard work what well you, but when, she has her own career what do you yes. what I do mean, you do when you don't want to cut corners when you want to keep the integrity of the food the way that it is you you and your sourcing and you don't want to have the one truck drop off food every you know few days for you how do you, how do you keep that business well, sense um you have to be there in the morning you have to be there in the morning when they caught the tuna you have to be there in the morning when when they bring the salmon and you have to choose where you want and where you want to serve in your restaurants. I mean, that's one of the things. And you can ask Rich, I come and pick up my tortillas there. I mean, it's part of my everyday, you know, trying to make sure that little things, um, they're good. I mean, yeah. trying to, well, but it's, yeah. Well, you, you know, we don't let people come pick up. I know. But when Jesus <laughs> said, I am opening up my place, there's no way I'm saying no to this guy. No, why would you, right? No, no. <laughs> You well, but that kind of hands-on, you guys, I, 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 I admire that. I really do, Jesus, because you care about every detail of what is going into your restaurant and your food. A lot of people don't go there. You know, a lot of people are well, just... Well, they start out that way, I think. I think a lot yeah. of people start out that well, way. Well, plus he brings us food. Yeah. <laughs> Broadway Market. Broadway Market. Are, are you finding that a challenge? Or are you finding they're putting the pieces together? No, Broadway Market, like every other market. I mean, I was in the, um, um, the Central Market when we opened. And we have a lot of challenges in the beginning, and now it's super busy. I was expecting the same thing happen in the Broadway market. I expect to be super crazy busy in the beginning, slow down, and then come back. And this is exactly what is happening now. Yeah. And now we're giving more options. We have tacos there, and we have ramen, and, and people are just coming back and having more fun there. you got a lot of great allies in this city. Right. A lot of people love you. I know Mark Antonation. He comes across the street from Westward <laughs> and comes join you for lunch every yeah, so often. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. He is a cool guy. Yes. And you guys get, he speaks so highly of you. And your name is just nice. gold. In town, you haven't messed it up yet, which is fantastic. <laughs> I know. Keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> next segment, we're gonna let, let's do. Um, so we're doing sushi now. What do you want to do next? Ramen? Or? Um, I'm gonna do some nigiri. Well, I'm gonna start cooking the ramen and finish the tacos now. Um, so. So next I'm segment, do you want to talk? Whenever you're ready. Do you want to talk <laughs> about tacos or ramen in the next? Oh, uh, let's talk about ramen. Okay. Let's do, let's talk about both. We'll get ready for that. Oh, let's break away. We'll come back. You know back. what? Let's do a bowl with arrachera ramen today. Oh, he's feeling feisty. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really going to do that? Yes, All let's right. do that. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, Jesus Silva right now here with us, uh, chef of three. He's got the trifecta going on, masaki, toro ramen, and tacos al, uh, al chile. Um, I like w what you have going on here, but we got to get this food out for these yes. folks. That's Let's fantastic. You want to break? Now. Okay, we'll break. Uh, Little Rich is in the Little Rich corner. He's got a good one here. Wait till Who's you hear over from there? This, That's this Peter. Purpose. Yeah, Purpose Brewing, Fort right. Collins. We'll break away, come back. Listen to our sponsors. These are the best of the best. We vet these guys out. Um, just fantastic people. You say you buy local. Do you really? Uh, truly. Continue and uh, support local. 60 cents. On the dollar, supposedly yep, stays, stays, stays back. a little more, but yeah. All right, I love tonight. All's well in the world. We'll break away. Come right back. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. 
Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. No matter where you choose to call home, American Financing is with you every step of the way. Hey guys, it's Peyton Manning. And when you choose American Financing, it really is a no-pressure experience. Their team will listen to your goals, then design a custom loan that saves you up to $1,000 a month. It's a simple and straightforward process. And it's a big reason why they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They've been customizing home loans across the country for over 20 years. So, whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current mortgage, choose the experts at American Financing. The process is fast. The savings are incredible. It only takes 10 minutes to start. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbach. Anymore these days, when I go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe. I believe in the Goods restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. The Goods is truly a cultural melting pot, a family restaurant open to all. Their bar program is amazing. Saddle up at their long, luxurious bar, have a nice craft beer or a cocktail, like their Facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week. Located on East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore, across from East High School with free parking and a garage in back. Look them up online, thegoodsrestaurant.com. I'll see you at The Goods. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Back to the show in just a second, but before we do that, it's my favorite time of the show, and it's time to talk about bread, and specifically Aspen Baking Company. AspenBaking.com is where you go to find delicious hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, but you won't find chemicals and preservatives and artificial coloring, all the garbage. AspenBaking.com, our friends Hollis and... Cody Ann. <laughs> I forgot her name for a second. Sorry about that. Hollis and Cody Ann are doing a great job over there. Hashtag How's Your Aspen. If you're somebody that loves local and you love fresh and you love bread, AspenBaking.com is again the place you want to go. Catering. Brian Freeman, they do catering and they're doing some uh, catering boxed lunches with delicious Rome sausage. I'll say the website one more time and then it's back to sushi and ramen and tacos with Chef Jesusio Silva. AspenBaking.com Hi, Michael Myers from Distillery 291. I'll say whatever you want me to say. (laughs) That'll get me in trouble. (laughs) Ride it like you stole it, drink it like you own it. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. 
Okay, we're back at Studio Kitchen Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues. I'm just mesmerized watching Chef Jesusia Silva throw together this delicious, delicious sushi that's going. He's working with the salmon right now, and uh, it doesn't have a headset on. We'll get it on. His hands Rich are Richie's coming over there yeah. to help him. Just the play-by-play. Play. Like like a couple it, like of comments it. on Facebook. Lee Sullivan, who's out. Hi, Lee. How are you? Who's wearing the Raiders sweatshirt? I hope nobody is, but she's happy they are. Who's got the Raiders sweatshirt on? Somebody <laughs> does. No, your sweatshirt. Uh, sort of hey, Zeus like Pacheco uh, says, great quality food, of course. And uh, Edwin Sandoval joined the room. This is a great show here tonight. We welcome you on Facebook and, and check out our YouTube channel as where we're putting all this great content up. If you miss any of this on the Facebook live stream, it's on YouTube as well. So join us there. Are you a subscriber yet? I am. Are you? I, I am too, man. You are? Fantastic. That means there's two of us. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> we can watch together. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Zuzio, back with you, my friend. Uh, you're finishing up that, but now you're, you, what are you doing? Can you hold me? Yeah, this. Just yes. like in business, he's got like three different things going on right now, and he's killing all of it. I love it. Fantastic. Multitasking here. All right, just let, let's hear what you're doing here. So I'm doing some nigiri right now. Um, tuna, salmon, I'm going to do some yellowtail next. Um, and after that, I'm going to make a roll. So, yeah, pretty pretty easy. piece of that salmon without the rice on it. Just, yeah. Thank you. Oh, salmon. I was wondering, what, what, what fish are you got right there? Jesus, I didn't yep. know that you're you're making nigiri out of right now. This is yellowtail right now. Yellowtail? Yeah. Salmon is so delicious and buttery. Yeah. Now, does all of this come from Asahi Foods, yes. It all comes from Asahi Foods, okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited to try this myself. I'm, we're oh, man. <laughs> I've just been drooling. Sushi's one of my favorite things in the world. I mean, it's so it's, good. you could always eat. That's that's one of the things why I think I'm a little Mexican is because I can always eat fish. <laughs> and down in Puerto Vallarta, where I've been going since I was a little kid, my family's had a house there since 85. You know, I run a restaurant in Puerto Vallarta. Which one? La Palapa. Really? Yes, I was there for a good. That's in my building in I, Vista del Sol. Are you the kidding? The La Palapa me? is where I've been going since 1985. No way. I yes, I <laughs> right on the beach. We have a seventh. We're on the seventh floor. Look right over that. The pool on the roof. Yeah. I go underneath the Palapas every Crazy day. Coincidence. Is La, La Palapa is amazing, or not? Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Yes, I was I there. Mean, uh, they hired me as uh, executive chef in 2006. I was there for a little bit, and then I come back. Vallarta is amazing, but it's too small. It's boring. It, it, it is. <laughs> well, I always rent, you know, I always rent motorcycles and go up into the mountains Ooh, and nice. have a great time because what I've learned, and, and this goes back to the food, Greg, and all about like the real local, hyper local. When you're up in the mountains, up there on the road, if you see anyone that has like Corona flags or any kind of beer cerveza flags yes just go and knock on their door and they will make you food they will sell you a beer it's just an incredible experience it's a lot of good places there yeah yeah, so yeah that sounds amazing that sounds fun <laughs> i am not so sure they'd want me in there <laughs> you know give, give me a double take i'm here to babysit no knock on your door and like what do you want <laughs> that's right uh okay let's go on to um Torah ramen all right. Rich is a huge fan of ramen. I am, too. I think it's the cure-all. Ramen will cure any ailment that you have, as far as I'm concerned. Well, uh, talk about your ramen. So ramen is one of those um, things that you need to be very careful. Uh, it's a lot of love you have to put in the on the broth, and you have to be very careful with your noodles. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work. 
for uh, uh, to put a beautiful bowl of ramen. So, yeah, I love ramen, man. Um, and and it's one of my favorite things to eat when um, I have a couple drinks. I don't drink a lot, but when I have it, that's my favorite thing. Why is that? I don't know, man. It's all the grease. It's like tacos. Same yeah. thing. It's uh -huh. so easy to eat and and cheap. Yeah. And uh, you have a sweet tooth. Yes. You do? Yes. What's your go-to? Ice cream? Um, yeah, I love Who doesn't love ice cream? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, my wife tells me to stop eating a lot of ice cream because I eat a lot of ice cream <laughs> when I eat ice cream. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You mean like a whole pint? Like a yeah, whole pint. Like every this. time? Okay, yeah. I, that's fair. But yes. you're still young, like I said. It, I used to do that when I was young. Everything goes here, brother. <laughs> Boy, but as you get older, it sure does, right? It stops there. <laughs> it was interesting that you talked about the ramen as being difficult as you're doing sushi. I always thought sushi was one of the most difficult things to well, execute. Well, sushi is, um, is really hard to master the technique. You know, it's, it takes time. It takes time to make a good rice. It takes time to cut the fish right. It takes time to master the nigiri and the rolls and all that. But ramen, uh, it, it needs a lot of love, a lot, lots of love. Well, because it's about now I notice that you are like you cryobag your noodles. So you make your noodles and then you cryobag them? Or? No, so I, I, I leave that for the very, very, very professional people. <laughs> so I find these noodles um, out of LA. Uh, these people, um, they're Japanese, um, um, owners, and it's the only Japanese-owned company selling noodles out of Japan uh, or selling um, um, uh, ramen noodles. So it's, it, they do an amazing job, man. I, I mean, first and second, I don't have an, a lot of money to buy one of those crazy machines to make noodles because otherwise, if I'm gonna make it by hand, I probably can make no more than 50 orders a day and. We talk about the same thing. I mean, people going to pay for that? No, probably not. So, Now, tell me, is that a rice noodle, a ramen no, no, noodle? No. What, what type of, of, what is a ramen noodle made with? It's sweet and uh, kansui and um, uh, some eggs sometimes. So also depends. I have one made up uh, with kale, too. To oh, kale. Yeah. I have an option for people who doesn't eat um, gluten? Like gluten. gluten. I have a gluten-free made of potatoes. Uh, okay. And I have another one made of kale because, again, you need to have that option for everybody. Looks like this steak worked out real well on the green egg there. Man. Who are you working with here tonight? Oh, this is Javier Munoz, one of my very good friends. Um, I work with Javier in a couple different places. Uh, you guys probably will see it in uh, Misaki a couple nights sometimes. Uh, he's amazing. I mean, he, he worked in Sushi Den for a long time, too. Um, I mean, he... He's a crazy well, you can tell, Yeah, I'm, I'm totally pro. He keeps, he's just going, you know, yes. constantly from one thing to the next. Station's clean, you know, notes to the grindstone, just going, just moving. I yeah, love yeah. that. Um, do you like egg in your ramen? You know, I got to say, actually, I do. Um, if it's done right, though, but I, what I don't like is is getting a hard-boiled egg in my ramen. What I like is like a, a meat. It's, it's a soft-boiled egg. They call it the perfect egg, egg right? right? Yeah. That's, so, you mean cook it with uh, like a subi uh, machine, like make it nice and soft? Yeah, like where it's, you know, where it's not coming out. I like it runny. I don't so, think there's a problem with it a little bit yes, runny. So I, yeah. This is the thing. If you do it in a traditional way, again, uh, it will take you a lot of time to do it right. And you probably need to pay one person to do that. To when you sell like 
hundred balls of ram in a day or more, mm -hmm. uh, it become a little crazy. So you have to decide if you have a nice, uh, I mean, you're going to have a nice egg anyway if you do um, with a subi. But the difference when you do it with a subi is um, your egg become part of your broth. And then you have a different dimension on your broth you too. So that makes a uh, difference it, too. Yes. It? Yeah. So it's, it's a win-win if you do it with a um, uh, subi machine. Uh, you get a beautiful, beautiful product. And, and that helps your... Uh, um, your broad too at the end, so it's a very cool. What are you doing right now? I'm gonna do a roll, um, some spicy tuna, some avocado, and um, seared tuna. So yeah, that's that's what it's nice. You're gonna have to hold some of that back. We put it out there. We haven't gotten a taste in any of this. That's <laughs> like Brian's hungry. I'm looking I at this tell. going. Ooh, I did I it. just miss the? Well, yellow you know, tail? a lot of a lot of times when we're doing the show, Brian, we don't have we, we do have the opportunity, but we choose not to really eat right yeah. now. Hey, in front of us, chef is just we want to eat all of this food. I know, doesn't it's it look so, so fantastic? And I can't wait to have these tacos as well. So, how do you decide what you want to put on your menu? So many options. So when uh, when I come with the sushi menu, um, I decide that I don't because I'm not Japanese. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I don't want to be traditional. So I like to do crazy things like um, you know add some. Uh, so you embrace that's kind of yeah, cool. I like yeah, that. I mean, uh, we, you have to be honest with yourself and where you what you're good for and what you're, you're yeah. not. And I, I decide to go and mix some of my influence, I mean, Latin influence in my uh, in my ramen. Like you heard before, I do pozole ramen before. Uh -huh. um, I do a macho sauce for this role. I'm going to use this macho sauce. It's amazing. It's made of jalapenos. And I make this salsa, Japanese, half Japanese, half Mexican. So, so that's, that's what I try to do. Just play the a little salsa? bit with is yeah. that what you said? Where's that at? It's right here. Oh, I have to get a little spoonful oh, of that. Dude, this, this thing, smell this. Oh, man. Let me see this. Wow, Brian, smell that. It just looks so good. I mean, what he's doing, listen, it's... <laughs> We get a lot of chefs in here, and they're Chef, all they're all oh, great, go ahead, go ahead, great go ahead. chefs. But this is one of those guys. He's so humble. He's so just down to earth. I love what he does. I mean, all the hey, way sir, around. It's got heat, Brian. Does it? Yeah. Be careful. Uh, Javier, you have the plastic. Can I use the oh, plastic? Oh, it's got great heat. Plastic, one more time. Um, what do you think? It's amazing. It's got the heat that I like. Some people don't like the heat. Yeah, and uh, that's why I call it macho sauce. It's for real machos. Yeah, it's for, for, <laughs> for real machos. Not for machinos. No, for, <laughs> no, for macho menos. <laughs> macho menos. <laughs> Just kidding. Look at these. Rolling these up. This is fantastic. All right, well, isn't that unique, though, how he put a little bit of that seared tuna on the top of that? Because normally you would just get, I mean, he could just put the Yeah, and you're using the spicy tuna and get it together, right? You know? Yeah, no, you, you, you want to make it look nice, too, and make it look, I mean, sushi is food for your eyes first. You have to, you have to think it that way. Really agree. And from there, uh, I mean, all the good flavors and everything, so. Have you cooked for anybody famous? Um, Sean White used to come to Sasa. Really? Uh, the Olympian? The, yes. Um, Snowboard. The Strokes used to sit in front of me, and I didn't know that was them. 
Really, the band that <laughs> strokes? That's kind of cool. Until somebody come and ask him for an autograph, and I was like, oh, what's going on here? Why? What's this? Who you are, guys? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're the strokes. And I'm like, good for you. <laughs> I didn't know that was them. I feel kind of embarrassed, but. Yeah, I know. Bryant Palmer, he's coming up next with you on the show. Nice. The um, partnership, he's, he's constantly running around trying to promote you, but you've had a little bit of time to work with Bryant. Anything you'd like to say before, before he comes on the show here? Uh, Brian is amazing. Uh, he's a master of uh, what he's doing, and and I'm I'm lucky that I'm the one use. I mean, that we can use him. I'm very lucky about that. So that's fantastic. That's amazing. Well, that's a great setup, Brian Palmer. He's next. It's Oh Hey Creative, and he does a lot promotionally, and he works with uh, Stanley Marketplace and uh, Broadway Market, and probably more too, but we'll learn more about that when he comes on the show with uh, Chef Jesus Silva. All right, we'll take that break. Come right back. This is a really cool show, Brian. I can see you're uh, just salivating right now. You're ready to eat. <laughs> I can't well, jump out there. Let's you. eat some of this because it's it's, it's ready to go. This, yeah. this oh, is coming go. right out. It's right there. Okay, Little Rich in the Little Rich Corner. I think he has Mile High Spears. Cool. All right, they're going to jump in to do a, a one-minute segment, and then we'll have a couple of uh, commercial spots, and then we'll be right back to Studio Kitchen Colorado on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. This is the Frogs family. They live on a piece of land they call Greeter Pasture, and they work on it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. With its durable construction and features that hook up to dozens of attachments with ease, no job is too tough. The Frells family runs with us because this is more than just land. It's home. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a one series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll free 855-633-2315. Hi, Saver. Looking for ways to save on your Medicare Part D copays? We love that at Walgreens. We're a preferred network pharmacy with many plans nationwide, which could mean lower copays for you. Bring your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy and start saving today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy with United Healthcare, Cigna, and Express Scripts Medicare. Walgreens participates with other plans. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for details. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Taxes, payroll, and workman's comp. Ugh. If you're a business owner, I bet hearing me say those dirty words made you cringe. Hi, I'm Rebecca Berry with Forth, and I know growing and managing a business can seem overwhelming and just daunting at times. But at Forth, we've got you covered. Forth knows you want to take your business to the next level. Forth was designed to be the partner you need and will allow you to free up your time and resources to do what you do best, grow and manage your business. Call me. Let's talk about how I can help. 720-436-8047. That's 720 720- 
210-436-8047. Rebecca with fourth. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pit masters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers. Award-winning pit masters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best in barbecue, locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Back at it, Studio Kitchen Colorado, the Modern Eater Show. All's well in the world. What a lovely day today was. And just capping off this fantastic day. Chef Jesus Silva here with us. And uh, oh, hey. Oh, hey. What's up, Brian? How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Brian Palmer. It's been a while. It's oh, been hey, a while. creative, man. It's, it's, you're doing your work. Uh, just working away. Yeah. Having a lot of fun. Talk about it a little bit. What do you do? Sure. So uh, our little shop is called Oh Hey Creative. We're a marketing communications agency. We like to um, help food halls and other small businesses get open, find their audience, uh, tell the stories of great business owners like Jesus here. Yeah. Some of those stories that you've yes. been able to tell. What yeah, are some of the highlights? Yeah, good ones. So the first, I moved here about five years ago from New York City mm-hmm. um, to help open Stanley Marketplace. Right. Um, really great project out of Northwest Aurora, as you know. Yeah. Um, then was on the team that helped open Broadway Market, uh, which is why I know Jesus. I uh, love this guy. Um, so I help just make sure people know about that place and get there. So when you say on the team, you mean the marketing side of what they're doing? The, you're driving sure. the exposure the, side, PR, exactly. marketing? Yeah, PR, where does it fall? marketing, communications, all that stuff. So for Stanley, it's a little bit of everything. Um, event production. So we produce a lot of events at Stanley just to keep that place fresh and to keep people coming there. Yeah. Um, at Broadway Market, it's a little more traditional marketing, uh, PR. Um, we do some events there just to um, try to help get folks around. Yeah. So some of your social media handles. What so are they? Ours are at Oh Hey Creative. That's our business. Yep. And then we manage those for a bunch of places like Stanley Marketplace, uh-huh. which is at Oh Hey Stanley, uh, Broadway Market as well, um, and then a few other spots. We're working on a couple other food hall projects. Uh, one of those is called the Golden Mill in Golden, Colorado, and another is in Minneapolis. That's called Malcolm Yards Market. Great success. Yeah, so thanks, proud. man. That's it's so a lot of great. fun. Um, your customer, who's your customer? I mean, our business customers for my business yeah. is uh, primarily food halls, um, collaborative development projects, or uh, small businesses, mostly in the food and beverage space. Uh, we just helped open Third Culture Bakery over on East Colfax, right across from the Aurora Fox Theater. Mochi muffins, mochi donuts, uh, really great spot. Um, yeah. 
I can't tell you how many times you've mobilized me to do something. <laughs> I mean, truly, you, I appreciate you, you look that. at some of the stuff. I mean, you're doing great Instagram stories. You're, you're there taking photos of some things going on at Stanley yeah. in particular. You, you know whether it's a, you know, Santa's here or here, here's this going. And you do such a great job telling that story. What are some of the things that folks out there that are novices and they're doing this themselves for their businesses? What are one, two, three tips that you Yeah, that's a great question. Them? I'd say the first thing is to be authentic. You know, don't try to pretend to be something or someone you're not, um, you know, being genuine goes a long way. And I think people are smart these days, savvy. They can sort of understand when you're trying to not be, uh, not be real. So that's one. Um, and I think be, um, be open about what you're trying to do. You know, for, for a lot of the businesses I work with, um, I encourage them to, um, tell their stories in a real way. Yeah. What know. do people want to see? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, food. Food is yeah. a real driver. Uh-huh. So Stanley Marketplace has 56 businesses inside it, and that's everything from restaurants to retail spots to um, a place to get your nails done, yeah. places to work out. Um, uh, the drivers on social media for that place are food. Yeah. So the so, posts that we do about food are, get the most traction. Well, I think it was Valentine's Day. We vi- visited uh, Miet at Chocolat. Uh, it's a beautiful place. And uh, the picture you got, Jay, of the little kid looking in the window. I saw that. That's a good, I mean, that's good, right? It's great. I know. I love that type of stuff. So stuff when you get to work with talent and talented people, and we'll use Jesusio for example, what are the things that you're looking for to just get the best of the best out of Jesusio? Well, you know, I I try to get to know the people I'm working with really well. I can tell their stories in genuine ways if I know who they are as a person, who they are as a business owner. Um, I like to eat their food a lot (laughs) because, you know, because it's delicious, but also because I want to be able to know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, and working with someone like Jesus it makes my job really easy because he's really talented. Yeah, Let absolutely. me. I, I'm curious about the concept because it seems like part of really where you found your sweet spot is with developers, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're working more with the developer. How do you tie in the whole concept? Do you try to give it a theme? Do you talk to the developer about as they're putting these restaurants together about creating themes and how, how do you do that? I mean, because it seems really like to step back That's and to evaluate question. that from a thousand feet versus being right in it is totally different. Yeah, no, it's a great question. So I was very lucky to get on the Stanley Marketplace project from the very beginning when that plan was just open a single restaurant, sort of morphed into a bigger project. Um, and when we found the Stanley Aviation, Aviation Building and decided we were going to do something more like a food hall, um, we had a big powwow with the people involved and said, what are we trying to create here? What's our big vision? for it. And we turned that into a manifesto. Uh, we call it the Stanifesto. And we sort of use that as the theme, as you say. Um, that became our guiding principle over there on that project. Um, really public facing. Here's what we believe in. Here's what we're trying to do. And that sort of guides everything else that happens over there. Uh, for Broadway Market, we didn't really write a public facing manifesto, but we had a lot of conversations early on about what we wanted that place to be. And we use those as well. And does that change? Because sometimes you get, I got to believe you get into a project and then all of a sudden you realize, eh, it's not what we thought it was. Oh, sure. Tell tell us, has there been one recently for you like that where 
you said, let's reset this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Broadway Market was a little bit like that. We had a decent understanding of that neighborhood. It's right on the border of the Golden Triangle and Capitol Hill neighborhoods, really close to downtown Denver, close to the Denver Art Museum. We had uh, we spent a lot of time over there before we were officially open, but our notions of what that neighborhood was were different after we opened. And, you know, the audience who was coming there a lot and, and the biggest supporters weren't necessarily who we thought they would be. So, pivot. Um, yeah, you got to pivot. You got to pivot. You know, and, we, and, but first of all, you know, for a Stanley Marketplace, that I thought that was so cool to, first of all, implement a guy like you who comes in. They're not just leaving all of these businesses to their own device. They're actually doing a service for the businesses. I think that is so cool. And, and more places should do things like that. Um, and, and that's why I want you to get, have the opportunity of how people can get a hold of you for, for such. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're online at Oh Hey Creative. Uh, my email address is bryant at ohaycreative.com. Easy to reach there or through our website. Um, Stanley was a really community-driven project, and we paid a lot of attention to building a culture among the business owners there. Um, we didn't want it to be like a landlord lease kind of relationship. We really wanted it to Family. be a bunch of people coming in. Yeah, we use hashtag Stanley Family all the time. Uh, we really mean it. We like meet once a week. I email them every Wednesday morning with all the things they need to know about what's coming up in that week and then in the few weeks ahead. Um, yeah, we care a lot about collaboration over there. I'd say good luck, but more like continued success. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, really appreciate so great, it. Brian, I love really, having you on the show. Thank you. I it's really enjoy being here, seeing all the fun work you do. Congrats on your success, too. This is great. This is cool. Yeah, the first time we sat down, we yeah. were at a table in the uh, hangar. No, know. no video Nothing. at all. It was amazing. At all. Yeah, sure. bravo. Uh, thank you. That means a lot. It truly does. Hey, Susio, you're just, you, you got your, um, the sushi is fantastic. People are loving the food right now. And just as we wrap up with you and we go on to some other folks at Susio, what are some of the things that you'd like to leave people with as far as what you're doing or food concepts or what you might be doing here in the future? Because I know we're going to see a lot more from you. Well, I don't know what is next, but I'm, I try to be ready for whatever is coming. And um, thank you guys for having me here. This is amazing. Visit it's this great gym. to be with this guy here at uh, the same time. It's awesome. So, Jesus, if you got two boys, are you done? Are you done with oh, the yeah. kiddos? Oh, yeah. Any more concepts? <laughs> <laughs> Let's you talk about that. <laughs> I like it a lot. Your wife is lovely. Family's fantastic. Yeah, You're just you. a stand-up guy. Thank We're you, so honored to have you in this community. I got to say, like we say in Monterrey, arigato gozaimasu. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll be back next hour on The Modern Eater Show. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hims makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4hims.com joy. That's right, free, zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hims connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hims makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hims.com joy. That's 4hims.com joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com joy. This is Denver's Talk Station with Ross Kaminsky in the morning and Dan Kaplis in the afternoon, 630 K-H-O-W, Denver. Denver. 
ABC News, I'm Andy Field. A big night for Bernie Sanders, the projected winner in the Nevada caucuses. We are going to win across the country because the American people are sick and tired of a president who lies all of the time. Joe Biden appears to have grabbed second place and says he'll be number one in South Carolina. I think it's time we get moving. I think it's time we step up. I think it's time we unite the party first. Pete Buttigieg, who appears in third place, conceding just this race. And I congratulate Senator Sanders on a strong showing today, knowing that we celebrate many of the same ideals. ABC's Rick Klein on the biggest voter issue. 62% of folks say they support the single-payer Medicare for All idea that Bernie Sanders has made a centerpiece of his campaign. That is a notable number, particularly in Nevada, which has a lot of labor unions. This is ABC News. Penn State settling all claims with the family of the late coach Joe Paterno. Penn State and the family of the late head football coach Joe Paterno announcing they've resolved their differences eight years after Paterno was fired following assistant coach Jerry Sandusky's child molestation arrest. Although the statue of Paterno will not return to its place outside the football stadium. A university statement says it agrees to pay certain of the Paterno family's expenses. Paterno's son, Jay, who had been a football coach, claimed his reputation was damaged after the university fired him following the scandal. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Health officials racing to find a vaccine for the coronavirus that is showing up now in more countries. The World Health Organization says COVID-19 has killed more than 2,300 people with more than 77,000 cases and warning that the window of opportunity is narrowing to contain the outbreak. ABC's Ian Panel, health officials say strict quarantine seem to be slowing the virus's spread. Andy Field, ABC News. Have you ever thought about saying goodbye to your job, just walking into your boss and saying, I quit? And how would you like to commute to work without ever leaving your home? Well, not long ago, a 39-year-old entrepreneur from a billionaire family spent $20 million and three years to find the best home-based business in North America. He researched 70 different companies, and when he found the only one that had real long-term potential, he bought it. And right now, he's looking for people to help him turn this company into his next billion-dollar success story. So if you're serious about making money from home without having to leave your home, well, grab a pen. Because I'm about to give you the address of a website where you can learn all about this unique and rare opportunity. Write this down, www.goherenext.com. Now get on your computer and go to this site now. Part-time or full-time, your income is based totally on your performance. Interested? GoHereNext.com and say goodbye to your boss tomorrow. GoHereNext.com. KRFX HD2 Denver. Now, Impact Traffic. This report is sponsored by Little Caesars, where you can order your favorite pizza online tonight. That accident in westbound I-70 between Central Park Boulevard and Quebec Street... This incident has two right lanes blocked and you're backed up for about two miles. Headed northbound I-25, exiting from I-76, showing some stop and go traffic till around 88th Avenue. You're backed up for about two miles there as well. Westbound I-70 traffic at Brighton Boulevard will shift south starting tonight at 10 p.m. So prepare for this. The westbound off-ramp to Brighton Boulevard and two lanes of I-70 will close, but reopen by 5.30 tomorrow morning. Weather report, well, unseasonably high of 59, but short-lived. We'll have 50% chance of snow with a low of 31 tonight. Right now it's 50. With your impact, traffic and weather, I'm Rudy Reyes on 630 KHAL. Little Caesars, where you can get any kind of Little Caesars pizza you want when you order online and get it delivered. Now at Little Caesars. 
Delivery available from participating locations only. Delivery fees apply. If you're running out of room in your home, like maybe you're a hoarder or you've got some new kids, those things are kind of the same, really, right? I've got some great news for you. Mortgage rates are incredibly low, making it easy and affordable to upsize your space. Hey guys, it's Ross Kaminsky for American Financing, and now is the time to move into your forever home. And the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing are the people you need to call. They've been around for 20 years, born in Colorado, and continuously growing with our real estate market, so they know what it takes to get you into a home for less. I'm talking about low rates, custom home loans, and again, a business that was founded right here in Denver and remains Colorado's home for home loans because they know this market better than anybody. So make the call today. There are never any upfront fees, and it only takes 10 minutes to start. 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Denver's Talk Station. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. 630 KHOW an iHeartRadio station. The following is a paid advertisement. The opinions, viewpoints, and promises made during the following program are not those of KHOW, its staff, management, or parent company, iHeartMedia Incorporated. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Here it is. The second hour of the Modern Eater show continues from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Catching up with Chef Jesus Silva was a fantastic thing. I hope you enjoyed that. If you missed any of that first hour, you can always check it out on our YouTube. Jay gets that up there every... It's actually going live right now on YouTube, so... Hi, Gemma. You can go do a rewind on that. Girls, you're ready to go. Let's get right into it. As the uh, second hour continues, we go to Girl Scouts. And first, I want to welcome to the show longtime friend of mine and Jill Rayner. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you, Greg? Good to see you. Here in the kitchen. Come what do you on. think of the kitchen? Oh, this is so amazing. It's always voices. good to see you. I know. Why don't you introduce these young ladies? This is my very good friend, Brooke Dawson. Hi. Hi, Brooke. And How this, are you? Good. This is my sweet nugget of love, Gemma. Hi. Hi, Gemma. Good to see you. Good <laughs> to see you, too. You guys out there selling those cookies? Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Um, there are grumpy people in this world, though. Did you know that? Yes. We have a grumpy guy right here. His name's Jay. Jay doesn't <laughs> like Girl Scout cookies. Do you want to Jay know why? Jay likes Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, Who do doesn't it? like Girl Scout cookies? Jay. Uh, well, uh, listen, it's not the, it's 
it's not the cookie I have a problem with. Here, here's a story for you guys. All right, you can log this in. Okay, wait, I girls. This burned. is going to be an adult story. Okay, let me just no, preface that. So. I know. I do. Well, I mean, sometimes in life you get burned. And when I say you get burned, it's not like the stove. It's more of like a metaphorical burn, which is in the way of stealing my $40, which is what happened the year of our Lord, 1999, where uh, I lost some money to uh, the Girl Scouts, and I never got my cookies. And so I've been holding on to a grudge for 20 years. You guys would never do that, would you? No. What do you have here? Oh, my goodness. Are you going to try to bring Brad back, Jay? Oh are we going to try to bring goodness. him from the dark side? Gemma, what do you yes. have to tell Jay? Good. I like that. Because Jay was, like, hanging out with Darth Vader. Now you girls are going to bring him back there to the go. good side. Tell him what you want to tell him. I don't have... <laughs> go ahead. Jay, we're yeah. sorry that you had a bad experience with the Girl Scouts, and that's why we wanted to give you these presents. Oh, oh that is so sweet. And you were sort of holding a grudge from like 30 years ago. <laughs> before we were well, born. Well, before we were born. Exactly. Thank you, Yay. girls. Are they forgiven? No, I will never eat a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> yes, you will. You've got two boxes to eat tonight. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Hey, Brooke has yeah. something for you, Jay. Brooke, well, let, let Brooke speak up here. Well, I hope these cookies make a really di- big difference for you. They will. Thank you so much. Freeman, can you take a picture of them giving me these cookies real quick so that I have something to document this from so I can feel terrible? Jill, thank you. I think you you should let it go. I think. (laughs) Mark that, Jay. Mark that. I think you should let it go. I think you should let it go, Jay. How old are you ladies? I'm eight. I'm eight, too. Eight. Eight going on 25. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got you back, Jay. They got me. Thank you very much. Jill, talk I'll about consider what, it. Now, these young ladies are really doing great work here, but the Girl Scouts in general, what what is the deal with Girl Scout cookies? What does that benefit? Girl Scout cookies, actually, the, the girls get a portion of the sales, and they go to individual troops, and then the troop leaders decide what they are going to spend them on. So there's a lot of different things. Our troop has been involved with veteran organizations, the Wildlife Sanctuary up north. Uh-huh. Um, this year, their hometown heroes are Girls Incorporated, which empowers girls to live a stronger, bolder, healthier life. Wow. So, you know, the Girl Scouts are great because they just, uh, you know, it's like I'm happy my daughter's in it because she's learning how to give back to the world and just be a good human being. But it turns your life upside down for a month or two, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it does. What are the things that you do? Do you look forward to this? I know it happens once a year, girls, but what, I mean, you get all ready for this, or do you think about, look, first of all, how many did you sell last year? How many boxes? I sold uh, over 150. Holy no, you job. sold 780. Well, yes, you did sell over 150. 780. 780, you know. You sold That's a great. few there, young lady. Brooke, how about you? Um, I last year I saw 250. Woo, girl. Well, girls, could you tell me though? I'm curious. You've got some badges on your vest there. Tell me, what are those all about? Uh, or there's uh, on your sash? What what do we call that? I'm not sure. Tell me, cause I'm like a dad. What do dads know? I I don't know about the Girl Scouts. I don't know. So well, you've got a unicorn badge. What does that mean? Oh, uh, that's our Girl Scout mascot. Oh. That's your 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 troop mascot. Yeah. Okay, because you're in se- troop 7480, right? Yeah. Is that how it works? Okay, so I'm I'm learning quick. You got a rainbow badge. What's that all about? 
I think um, it's just for fun. Just for fun? Just for fun. What are okay. some of the rules of being a Girl Scout? What do you have to uphold? What's your pledge? You can't um, give people discounts. No discounts. No discounts. No, or free cookies. No. So you had to pay out, out of your pocket I got for free cookies. cookies. <laughs> but we also have to be kind and make the world a better place. And ah. That's what I love most. And so are, do you do, are you guys doing that? Yep. What are you doing to do that, to make this world a better place? Other than make all of us fat with these Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, what was yeah, that? what's the best thing that you've done? What's the best thing that you've learned? What's What have you changed in the world? Tell us all about it. Um, well, our sort of field trips help people. Like, the camps, we give them money so then they, we can stay there and so they can spend their money. That's great. You guys <laughs> are wonderful. I love it. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? All of them. All of them? That's pretty politically correct. Can you guys tell us? I know a lot of the Girl Scout cookies changed throughout the years, but what's the current lineup for what you're selling right now? Do you have a sales sheet in front of you? No? No, Do you, but do you know them by heart? Yeah. What are they? So we have Samoas, okay. Thin Mints, Taglongs, wow. Dositos, wow. Lemon Ups, and Trefoils. Trefoils. Toffee Tastic. Those are new ones, aren't and they? S'mores. The s'mores. I hear those s'mores one. If you heat those up a little bit, they taste just like s'mores. <laughs> do you do that? No. 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 What do you sell the most of? It's usually either the s'mores or cinnamons, but lately at the Elks Lodge, we've been selling a lot of dosidos. Dosidos. We like that at the Elks Lodge. Yeah, I'll tell you those tagalons. Those are one of my favorites. Those. Where do you go wrong? Peanut butter and chocolate, right? Like, how do you go wrong with peanut butter and chocolate? Or all of the Girl Scout cookies. I know. So I think it was very important, and I'm going to say it on the radio right now again. What Little Rich echoed to everyone is when you see these young ladies standing in front of stores, okay, so Jay, knocking door to door. Okay, so what have you done for 30 yeah. years to avoid these ladies? Yeah, do you not answer them when they come to your door? Oh, jeez. Is what it mean, Jay? Where's mean, Jay? I know. Li- uh, see, see, you're loud. I'll t- listen, I'm going to tell the truth. You know, he that's important. He sometimes he takes a box and just squeezes it a little bit just so it's... Well, not, not at the... <laughs> to break the cookies. Not at the... T- that, was that, at, that was at a, one of my jobs where I, they had Girl Scout cook. I gave it a good squeeze, you know, just to... Which let, ones did they give you? Oh, um... Girls, he needs help. Samoas, which if if I were to consume Girl <laughs> yeah. Scout cookies, yeah. would be my favorite. Yeah. And um, more Samoas. Samoas. So oh, that's yeah. actually the good ones. Double and down. Whether double you guys, good, whether you good. whether you believe it or not, and and I, you know, what I don't know what you understand or don't, but I, I'm in a serious. Uh, battle, an internal battle over my boycott, well, because I have these, which have I would want to piece. Wanna crush. Piece. I know that is tonight a when I get tree, home, like right there. I know it is. Crush them in your mouth. I also realize that, that, that they weren't the ones that burned me. I realize that I too. Know. You, you gotta know? get past this. Okay, Jay. girls. Here's what we want to do. I know that here in the kitchen tonight, we're gonna try and sell these cookies. No promises, but little rich. If he said that you're gonna sell them all, if you don't, he'll buy them all. Just, just uh, <laughs> between me and you, he will do that. He can do that. So just put the heavy on him at the end of the night. That's right. Just give him that sad face. Can I see like a Girl Scout cookie sad face like you didn't buy from me type of thing? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my God. Oh, look at that. Holy cow. Yeah. How about a Jay? I can't believe you didn't buy any from me. Look, like a. (laughs) That's a good one.
<laughs> you guys are great. Jill, so, you know, the folks that are listening on the radio, I'm sure there's Girl Scouts. You, you want them to support the Girl Scouts in the community, right? But if by chance people fell in love with Jenna and Gemma and Brooke, is there a way that they can get a hold of these girls to, to get the kids? Do you have an email? I do. It is jmrayynor73 at yahoo.com. Can I repeat it? Yes. jmrayynor73 at yahoo.com. Yeah, and yeah. you can get cookies from these girls and the rest of the amazing girls in our troop. Yeah, support these gals. Absolutely. Jill, thank you. Thank you. Emma Brooke, out. you guys are awesome. Go sell them. How many boxes do you have sold already? Um, I'm not quite sure, but I'm still sort of upset that... It was like 20 years ago, Jay. <laughs> we weren't even born. We didn't even know Girl Scouts existed until we were in like first grade. You Can do. you blame us? Exactly, I'm a very Gemma. shallow and self-absorbed and depressed man. <laughs> so that has a lot to do with it. You know, so just steer clear of, of those emotions as you get older. There's always hope, though, girls. There's always hope. There's doctors that can help them. There's always hope. That was probably one of... needs therapy. He does need therapy for sure. I've been talking to him a lot about that recently. That was probably one of the funnest (laughs) segments I've ever had on this show, ladies. I thank you so much for it. And get out there and sell those cookies. Well, thank you for having us. Where are you going to be stationed up next? King Um, Supers tomorrow, I think. King Supers tomorrow? Which King Supers? King Supers on Dry Creek and University. There you have your own headset, Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, She's Mom. She's a natural. All right. We'll see you guys again, hopefully next year, too. Okay? okay. All right. We'll break off. Uh, there he is. Thank Jesusio. you and, Oh, you're welcome, you guys. You're welcome. Uh, Jesusio's in the Little Rich Corner right now. This can be cool. Let's break right now. We'll come back to Studio Kitchen Colorado and the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. My portfolio's diversified, my 401k's maxed, but my savings account just sat there till I switched it to Marcus by Goldman Sachs. I'm earning way more now and just between you and me. My savings are right on track, feels like I got upgraded for free. You can money. With an online savings account from Marcus by Goldman Sachs, you could earn much more interest than with the largest banks. Sign up at Marcus.com. Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of January 21st, 2020 may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA, member FDIC. Hey, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans is celebrating our best quarter ever, and now we're celebrating some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates have dropped so much that many Americans can reduce their rate. You may be able to save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Hey, it's Greg Collin back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. 
simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Okay, back to the show in just a minute. I want to just, you hear the commercials that we run um, with our sponsors. Our sponsors keep us going. They're, they're our lifeline. I mean, truly, that's all of the involvement that you see here in Studio Kitchen Colorado. What I want to tell you is um, there are a lot of small businesses in Denver, and we want it to stay that way. Brian, more than ever, it's just so important to do business with small business people, especially here in Colorado, because this is our neighborhood, and that's what we love. The Modern Eater Show, we would love to have the opportunity to talk to you about your small business and see if it's a good fit for us, because we're able to promote people into this great community of col- col- culinarians. Yes. Well, it is a true networking community of and friends. Hyper local. We, I mean, we look out for each other. We take care of each other. We're there for each other. And we've got some big things coming this we year. Truly do. I'm super excited about it. I know you are. Anniversary party is on April 13th. It's a Monday. That's going to be open. Hey, for wait, you folks. how many years, Erica? Five years, man. Wow. Five years. It's fantastic. Studio Kitchen Colorado, alive and strong. But if you have any need to promote your local brand, your service industry, have a product, a culinarian, agriculture, just um, reach out, themoderneater at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your story and see if there's something that we can do for you. Themoderneater at gmail.com. Reach out to us, The Modern Eater Show. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, thank you, and welcome back to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. This is actually a real treat and privilege. Um, I don't I, uh, Is it Peter Bocart? Tell me how you say your last name. Kind of. Peter Bocart. Bocart. Yes. I don't have that great. Peter, where are you from? From Belgium. Belgium originally. Nice. Yeah. Do you speak nice. Flemish, French? No, German? I do not. I Otherwise, do not. we could do it. Uh, I, I have some Dutch. Uh, I have Dutch in my house, though. Okay, my, lots of my, my, Netherlands my, do not. Yeah, my two boys are Dutch. <laughs> yeah. Peter. So I know a Duncan Isle or something. Uh, the little donuts. The Duncan. Uh, <laughs> it's. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's my. It. That's, that's all. Got. That's Don't all I myself. <laughs> we'll do English. We can do that. Right? I'm, I'll try. <laughs> I think you'll do just fine, Peter. Uh, your purpose tonight is Purpose Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And good to see you. First of all, just start with a little bit of purpose. Purpose for me started with uh, Jay asking me to bring packaged product. And I, I was stunned because why would you ever package a beer? I don't go to a nice restaurant and ask a to-go box when I walk in. When I serve my beer, I serve it in the right glass, I serve it at the right temperature, and I'm going to wow you on what I make. And I was so confused. Jay was asking for cans. Like, can you imagine that I put my beer in cans? <laughs> that I would package my product? I can't. Whoever would do that? Jay, I Jay agree would. with you whole- yeah, wholeheartedly. Like, oh, sorry. So you brought what? I brought packaged products because I had to, you know, <laughs> because you didn't want to come over to uh, Purpose. Well, you're in Fort Collins. Yes. Yeah. Tell us Not about the brewery. So the brewery, uh, I've been um, 
in brewing for over 30 years and so in uh, larger breweries and so I wanted to go back small and I wanted to really create an experience about anything we do. So I now want you to drove right past that. You said a, a larger brewery, right? I mean, you don't mind that we talk about it. You come from New Belgium. I mean, I worked uh, for Rodemach in Belgium before. I started my own small brewery also in Belgium. Mm-hmm. So I've been for 10 years in the Belgian brewing industry and then for... Yeah, the rest of that one year uh, in uh, the one U.S., year. you know. Yeah. Well, I'm only Peter, 21. Though, the way that you make beer in Belgium, though, is very different than the way that you make beer here, correct? Yes. I think the creativity here right now in the U.S. is way bigger because uh, we have educated the customer to a level that people are willing to try. And I can make whatever. Every week I can create five new beers and people are going to try it. Wow. If I would do that in Belgium, it would never work. No. It never work. Because <laughs> no. they're very uh, honed in on their yeah. traditions. Yeah, on yes, their they are. There. Now, you talk to, because you said you don't like serving beer out of a vessel that is not the keg, that is not at your temperature. Talk to people about that, because I don't think a lot of people realize. In the United States, everyone wants, you know, they, they've got the coldest beer in town, right? But that's not really how you should drink good beer, is it? Well, for me, it was a surprise when I moved to the U.S. that the first beer I ordered, they served it in like a, a big glass, a very thick glass. It was not sexy at all. It was ice cold. I'm like, wow, is that how they serve this beer? I'm going to order another beer, another beer, and they serve it in the same glass. <laughs> Can you imagine that you would serve a s- different beer in the same glass? The audacity. In, look at what they do. Look at this plate. Every plate is different. Of course. Yes. Because it's a piece of art that we're serving. I love it. I love and it. you're not going to serve it in a pint glass that's ice cold. That's good for water, you know. Art. Or maybe to shake. Uh, that's what I learned tonight. But So school us. Take us down the road here. Give us the Peter experience. The Peter experience. Yeah. So I'm going to be... What beer do you like? Uh, what beer do I prefer? You know what? I don't even like to start there because I don't want to stay in my own lane. I'd like to come outside of my box. And so what do you like? If you're going to go to a brewery, what are you going to drink? You know, that, I mean, that's a great question, but I think that that's a, a way out here. I want I want you to take me down the lane. Yeah, here. but um, I'm trying to find because dimensions. Because I can go from a, 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 a porter to a pills. I, I mean, I can go into an IPA. I can go through the whole gamut. My palate will allow that. I don't mind any style of beer. Do you have any food um, allergies or something? I do That's not. A, I do not. Do not. So you're pretty open. Do you have allergies or any preferences on flavors or... I'm sorry, I miss. I, do you have any allergies? Preferences? Oh, I mean, flavors? listen, I do, but we're going for it. It doesn't matter. No, it, you're acting like a beer drinker. I'm serving you something that's way bigger here. Oh, well, no. See, so, so I've started... Do you have allergies? Well, I've started... Stop. I, in the, This year, I just started this new thing of not trying to eat gluten in my diet. But okay. you're probably brewing beer with an older an older um, grain that's probably an heritage grain yeah. that probably doesn't have the same things. Uh, listen, I'm... And the reason why I say that is, is because it's not like I'm going to die or he's melt. Go, he's going somewhere with okay. it. So yeah, I want to yeah. see what road but he's I just want to... I want to try to cater to you to serve you to their best preference, sure. to something that's going to wow you. You want, you know what I like the most? Yeah. This type of beer. You know what goes in this glass? Yeah. So I, that's what I was curious. You like because a lager. I, well, no, this is a Pilsner. This is a Pilsner glass, right? This skinny glass. I was going to ask you that about, Peter, because we've got, these are all beer glasses. Can from I get that glass? Yes. I'm going to take you in a direction here, because this is... 
full value Facebook or YouTube. You can watch the video of this. This is actually really cool getting some um, of, and of his education. Look at this also. Uh, um, I didn't fall poorly, but I make sure there's some foam on it. And then just take care of what the aroma is of this product. Do a short drive-by first. You're going way too long. A short drive-by, yeah. Okay, go again. So you, you, I mean, you're sampling this like scotch right here. No, I sir, sample it like a beer. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I no, am fine. I, I, we put Prima, so much put effort in right trying to make a yeah. beer. And we want you to take care of this beer. In the first minutes that you spend, or the first uh, seconds you spend with the beer, you really have really focused on the product. So and then afterwards, you know, you're going to go on and go on with your day, whatever you want, because beer is about socializing. But I want to, to bring to a higher level. Is that the malt I smell first on the nose? Or what is that? The, what is the first the first flavor? So second is hey, You've a, had about 14 sniffs of that. You mind sending that over here? <laughs> oh, no, I don't want it. Never mind. Oh, my God. No, I don't drink it. I, I know what you went through. Did that clear up? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I'll have that. I, I got that influenza bad. A few, mm. I know what you went through. <laughs> so what did you get flavor-wise? Well, so I went more to uh, a roasted, malted. I did too. Like I a, earthy. Yeah, like a malted flavor. Um, that I, I don't want to say chocolate because it's not chocolate, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what the flavor is, but it's a... It's really nice. I will say that for so, sure. Uh, we use the Pilsner glass here, and I picked that glass for a pretty complex beer. It's only 4.5, uh, 5.4% alcohol. Interesting. It's five different maltsters. One is from Berkeley, California. One is from North Carolina. We brought those five maltsters together. One is a smoked malt. Yeah. None of you talked about smoked. Uh -huh. Roasted. So the smoke, no, smoked. Smoked. Malt. Interesting. Okay. Almost and like so that. we brought that smoke in there, and you didn't really recognize it. I love that. And then we got a lost uh, whiskey barrel and just put it in there for two weeks. Just so we had a little whiskey aroma. And so this is how I like to make my beer. Uh, you didn't talk about distilled. You didn't take about, talk about smoked. In but I bring in those layers. And I can wow you after you taste it even, mm -hmm. because you didn't get it right away, and it adds to the complexity. You don't have to have it there. It's only your 10 minutes of pleasure that we create here. So if you just love it and you want to pound this down yeah. in a nice cold pine glass, that's <laughs> totally fine. I'm not going to look. <laughs> but the way you were approaching it, I think was really lovely. Purpose Brewing Company. Nice. We have another segment with Peter. We'll do that. We'll break off and we'll come back. I, we're get, you know, for the sake of time and radio, we've got a lot of ground to cover, so we'll do that, uh, obviously, in, a, in another league. But I love where you're taking us. Uh, before we break off, there's one thing that I, I read about um, your journey to where you are today, but your visit to South Africa and the acorn. Can you talk about the significance of the acorn and your trip to South Africa in your influence of ingredients? For me, it's more metamorphical. Uh, an acorn becomes a tree. A tree becomes a barrel. Yeah. A barrel, and the best thing that a barrel ever can do is produce a, best, uh, a good beer. It can get lost in wine and whiskey, but that's sad for that, that ache, that oak that was born. And but for me, it's metamorphical. You bring into a beer, and you're going to take people on a journey, and then you're going to metamorph them. You go, they come in, and they're like, oh, what are those beers? Can I have a light beer? 
and then they end up with this beer or a sour beer just because you bring them in a whole different stage, things that they never thought about beer. That's what I wanted to do to begin with, the Peter experience, right? Yeah. I mean, go outside of my box. I love it. This fantastic Purpose Brewing Company. We're learning along just uh, like you. How long have you been in business there in Fort Collins? Um, I was just born, you know, so uh, it must be a month or two. A month or two? <laughs> Truly. Little Rich in the Little Rich Corner. We know this guy. It's John Irvin. We'll come back with Peter right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Message and data rates may apply. Earning your degree from one of the top business schools in the country might sound impossible to fit into your workload. But what if there were a business degree that advanced your career skills and gave you access to world-renowned faculty, leaders, and mentors all on your schedule? One that opened doors to some of the most influential CEOs, tech companies, law firms, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. And what if you could earn that degree in as little as 16 months, 100% online? Find out more. Text TEST to 79645. Start on the path to earning your MBA or Business Analytics Master's degree online from the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University today. Learn more about the graduate programs from the top-ranked W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University offered 100% online. Text TEST to 79645. That's T-E-S-T to 79645. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, Denver's award-winning Belgian-style brewery. I am very pleased to tell you that our new taproom at Colfax and York in Congress Park is now open, and it is a unique experience. It's close to great restaurants, has a big sunny patio for warmer days, will feature live music, and it has a very cool contemporary Belgian-style bar and taproom. To celebrate our second location, we have 18 beers on tap, including several limited-edition sour and barrel-aged beers. For some holiday good cheer, try our figgy pudding and our unique champagne beer, Brut Le Grand. Check it all out on our website, brewsbeers.com. That's brews, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 67th and Pecos, and now open in Congress Park at Colfax in York. Join us this week at either location for some serious Belgian-style badass. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose the Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com Hey, you know what? It's the new year and everyone's always looking for new ways to be more profitable. And so they always attack the different line items but one almost everybody never looks at is their utilities. What they're spending on natural gas. Brian, do you have any tips for us on how to save money on natural gas? Absolutely. Just call me. Call me. That's all you got. What's that number, Brian? That number is 720-245-5771. Be sure and give Brian a call at Encore Energy. Hi, this is Laurie Mitson. I'm a food hack, a.k.a. food writer. I was just told that I could put my lines. And you're listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. 
Okay, welcome back. Purpose Brewing Company right now. Next segment, it'll be booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. And Mile High Spirits, Chase Campbell and Tyler Joyce are going to join us. In the meantime and in between time, here he is, Peter Bocart. Come on, help me out with your name there, Peter. Peter Bocart. Bocart. I like that. Book. Book. Bocart, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, as we're continuing off, I, am I What's this it? called right here? What's Let's see. Called? No, no, no. What am I doing? What am I doing? What did Peter say? This is just a drive-by. Just a drive-by. I like how he does that. Boy, okay, so this, I can already tell I'm going to love this. First of all, let's talk about this, your senses. So your smell and your taste and how they come together. I I hear it's a 50-50 split. Is it somewhere 50-50 when it comes to taste? Oh, I don't know that. You You don't know that? I'm a brewer. Oh, is this sour? This is sour. I I got that from the smell. I haven't tasted it yet. So... I serve five different beers every weekend, but the constant that I have is also always it's a different barrel. So this week we are serving uh, barrel 2-2. And so it's a very soft, it's almost like a white wine-like. Mm-hmm. I barely carbonated it. It doesn't have foam. That often happens with uh, some barrel-aged products, and it's just a soft sour. Is this the temperature you would want it at? Um, it's a bit too cold. It's a bit too cold. Yeah, the first time I served it basically at the room temperature, um, straight from the barrel. So we ask the customer, we give them the glass, and do you want to fill your own glass? And customers are like, no. I say, okay, I'll fill it. And I go to the barrel, I pull the nail, and I start filling their glass. I'm like, can I do this? I'm like, I thought you didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, but for people just to understand beer. that beer straight comes from the barrel, because a lot of people think walking into the brewery that the barrels are just decoration. And so now they get to pull the nail, fill the glass, put the nail back, and get a beer. How do you determine that temperature? Oh, I keep the brewery, we're only four days a week open because I keep the brewery at 15 Celsius or 16 Fahrenheit. Um, because that's a good balance for getting not too aggressive sour development and get way more fruitiness in the nose. And so that's why I'm focusing on that temperature. Have you ever brewed Cheers. a batch of bad Cheers. beer? Oh, that's difficult with this mic. To drink it? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to you. How do you guys do that? I like, just, you eat and yeah. drink with this mic? Absolutely. Have you ever eaten it? <laughs> Was there a reason why you chose to, to uh, service the sour second? No, um, I try to go very deep in my portfolio. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get stuck in anything. I brewed beer with jabuticaba. I brew beer with mushrooms. I brew beer. I want to be the chef. I want to make any beer and create beautiful ingredients or use beautiful ingredients to try to make something subtle but nice. I mean, building recipes all the time, very chef-like, obviously. this beer here, I, I like the subtlety to it. Generally, sours bring out the worst of my gut, you know, brings out these terrible belches. And uh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Peter? Of course. Absolutely. You can't have t- or you, <laughs> too much of that. But I think that's fairly sessionable right there. Well, wait, if you know that, why do sours do that to you? Why do sours make you maybe burp, I, I think um, as American brewers, we like to go overboard on extremeness. And we've gone spicy, we've gone sour, we've gone bitter, way too bitter. And I think you find your rounding it a little bit up mm-hmm. and bring it a bit more to the center. And I never found that this in, in food, that people are going so extreme, like, hey, could you drink this? It's the most bitter beer I ever made. It's 150 <laughs> IBUs. Like, why would I ever drink that? I don't want this. 
What's next? Well, Peter? and I know you're talking about our IPAs, because American IPAs have gone so far overboard. And they come back. Yeah. yeah. And made it beautiful. Yeah. And so, and but what's next for me? Um, on Monday, I was thinking I, I need to bake a beer with Wu Weizi. Mm. And so, um, Wuweichi and Astamum flowers Talk about that, yeah. were the two things that I was thinking on on Monday. And so, I made two beers. What's the taste? I don't know yet. You don't know yet. It's you sitting like together it? okay. and it's getting married. Well, so you, you, you had to go off of something. You didn't just dream that up. You've tasted those flavors before. I've been brewing for a while, so I can assume yeah. where it's going to end up, but Describe I'm not sure. Describe those flavors. I'm not sure yet. You're not sure. Wuweizi is the fi- Chinese five spice berry, and so it has a progressive release of the basic five uh, fla- uh, spa- spices, yeah, five flavors. And so it's really interesting because people taste the beer and they're like, they want to say something, and they come in the next flavor, and they go into the next That's flavor, right. and they keep on going, and they're completely confused, and it ends in a bit spiciness, who makes it very drinkable again. Mm. So it's really a unique uh, spice or berry to work with. Too much. So fantastic. And it, people don't know it here. So have you ever brewed with grapes? Yeah, of course. You have. Yeah, grapes are a bit boring for because beer is overpowering grapes. You need to use grapes in the background, or you need to do something uh, working on the glucosidic bonds, something that the chefs also doing, but in wine they definitely do it, and try to release some of the flavors. But in and they're basically sugar water with a bit of flavor, and that's good. That's wine, you know. It's boring. Uh, I'm a wine brewer. bores you. Of course. Yeah, interesting. Hey, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Peter, what's, I love your, what's your favorite beer, Ben? My favorite beer. Yeah, what's your favorite it's beer? It's probably very simple. Um, I, do you know Orval? Orval? Yeah, yeah. I think this is a relatively simple dry beer, dry hopped, and then they bring in some bread and amices. And so the beer evolves over time, and so you need to choose the moment that you want to drink it. So it has an aging capacity, but you really zoom in. And I'm a brewer, I drink it fresh. I think when the bread comes in, but not too much. I you think know? you found your calling, my friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are so... I just I could sit and listen and just listen. Tell us more. Oh, yeah, you School. would fall asleep and no, drink way too no, much no, beer, no, you not, know? <laughs> well, that, that might be the case. What, 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 can you, what else can you share with us, Peter? Oh, I would love to... Um, is it this? No. I did this one. Let me do this one here. This is the... Uh, this Swoonherd. Do we have some more glasses? Yes. yes. Does it drive you crazy when people drink your beer, beer without the knowledge of, of what they're drinking? Do you just want to jump in at all time and explain to people? I mean, like here tonight when folks are just, grab a beer. I got the uh, honors to meet um, Ferran Adria twice last year. And the way he approaches food, you would not eat something from his food without knowing some background. Mm-hmm. And I think that is exactly applicable to any good beer. You want to taste it, you want to go back and get a little bit of the backstory and go back to the beer and just keep on going like this. This is fantastic. But there's something on the nose. What is that flavor, Greg? I, ca- I can't pick that out. What is the flavor that's right on the nose of that? There's a coconut um, aroma, but we didn't use coconut. We use chicory, roasted chicory on this one. It's very mild, too. All my beers are very balanced. Yeah, but the flavor is particularly bold, though, compared to the nose. 
anyway. I, I've got to tell you, I mean, I think, Greg, you nailed it with your comment there. All of these beers that Peter have made are not overwhelming beers. What they are is... is and I think that's the Belgium influence. They're very nice, com, nice you, light, complex you flavors. That, that you, you've got com, com, complex simpl, simplicity. Yes. Complex yeah. simplicity. That is a word I use a lot. And for me, it's about that. It's simple complexity. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot happening, and it should be simple, because beer is also about socializing. And you want to drink this, you want to talk a little bit about it, and then you're going to go on with your day. And I, I'm, I can talk for hours about beer, and that becomes boring. I was going to ask you, do you do any, um, do you talk? Do you do any talks at the brewery? Do you do any classes, education? I, I do cooperage classes. I do... I'm a very small brewery, and my tour lasts three hours. But those people get to choose the barrel that they're going to oh, serve great. next week. Yeah. And they're very nervous initially because we're pulling nails and, like, do you want to serve this one? But after a while, they settle down like, wow, I really love this one. Uh-huh. So this is exactly what you want. How can people visit with you more, our audience? Uh, we're only four days a week open, and I need to keep my barrels cold to make good beer, you know. Um, so I'm very limited open. Okay. But so you're saying, give it a sh- try us if you can. Try us if you can. Yeah, uh, you can check our website if we're open. But, I love uh, the website too, by the way. Fantastic, Peter Bukart. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I tell you, once I get <laughs> you it, Peter, that's it. <laughs> I do need another beer. It's it's it. Fantastic time catching up with you. Hopefully, Thank we'll you. continue to uh, get to know you more and have you back on the show many many times. Well, this was an honor. Fantastic. Let's Peter. take Thank the you. show up there and do some education. I'd love to. I would I'd too. Love to. I would Let's too. Let's do a three-hour tour. Uh, People are going to be it. bored it's, on the radio. No, I mean, you go into Law's <laughs> whiskey house and they'll sit you down in the church first. You know, you sit in those pews and you learn. By the time you're done with the tour, you're like, can we go again? Let's do another spin. I like it. Yeah. Thank you and so Peter, much. And Peter, we grew up with the, someone that took a three-hour tour. Gilligan's <laughs> <No. laughs> <I> Island. <laughs> Peter Buchart, thank you so much. And uh, go check it out. Purpose yeah. Brewing thank you, Company. Thank you. Check him out online. All right, we're going to break off a Little Rich in Little Rich corner. This is cool. you got one of the Onbox sisters. And uh, the Whiskey sisters are in the corner. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans is celebrating our best quarter ever, and now we're celebrating some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates have dropped so much that many Americans can reduce their rate. You may be able to save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. My portfolio's diversified. My 401k's maxed, but my savings account just sat there till I switched it to Marcus by Goldman Sachs. I'm earning way more now and just between you and me. My savings are right on track. Feels like I got upgraded for free. You can money. With an online savings account from Marcus by Goldman Sachs, you could earn much more interest than with the largest banks. Sign up at Marcus.com. Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of January 21st, 2020 may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA member FDIC. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, 
then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. What do you get when you have two women who love to play with corn? A unique craft distillery, of course. Let me explain. Hi, my name is Alex Tudor. My mom and I own Meridium Spirits, located right here in Colorado. Chances are you've seen our award-winning Coop Gin and Coop Vodka on the shelves at many fine local retail locations. Here's our mission. My mom and I believe that family is important, and our business is a reflection of that. When you taste our delicious and locally crafted spirits in a cocktail or by themselves, you'll taste our passion for what we do. Hear our story and watch our progress this year on The Modern Eater. We love to share because everything is more fun with friends. Next time you choose a vodka or gin, consider us. Meridium Spirits. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your Booze News. Okay, welcome back. That's right, Booze in the News. All the Booze News you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show. As we continue, Mile High Spirits in the house. Gents, how are you? Doing, Doing well. Great. Thanks Tyler for having and Chase. Us. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, half of the whiskey, whiskey sisters. I know, the other one has to have a birthday. I know. Felicia, oh, how are you? How Good, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. Fantastic. All right, everybody in their places with uh, sunshiny faces. This is what I want. Uh, we need a couple of glasses, don't we? Only one oh we do. Here, here you go, my yes. Oh, we're going to drink out of here. Here, we'll just start I with the whiskey know. right here. Yeah, okay. who wants you to know, start? It does not matter how you drink it as long as it gets in your uh, mouth. I don't know about that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, who wants to start? Tyler, Chase, talked about Mile High Spirits. Start us off, Chase. Yeah, Mile High Spirits. I mean, we are a company that's been going since for the last 10 years now. I mean, we started at 29th and Larimer. Now we're at 22nd and Lawrence, right up the street from the north entrance of Coors Field. Uh, You know, it's one of those things. It's a passion for all of us. Uh, take our spirits very seriously, but not ourselves is kind of the motto. Drinking's meant to be fun, enjoyed with friends, family, and the people that we love hanging out with. So that's kind of the idea of the whole space that we've built. Uh, the tasting room there, we do a lot of live music from Bloodies and Bluegrass. We have the big St. Patrick's Day party coming up on March 14th after after the uh, parade that day. So we just try to keep it fun, make 
enjoying spirits the way it's supposed to be. You Great know? segue. Hey. What spirits are you making? So uh, we're, we're actually making, um, we have only a few of our spirits here, but uh, we make vodka, two different gins. Um, we make rum, bourbon, and then we also import a tequila. Um, and then at our actual distillery, we have a whole lot of spirits that are not in bottles for sale in liquor stores around the market, but are actually only to be consumed on premise. Well, and Tyler, we talked about the tasting room. Tell people where is that tasting room? Our tasting room, uh, downtown in the Lodo uh, ballpark neighborhood, 22nd and Lawrence, 2201 Lawrence Street. Nice. Seven days a week, you guys there? Come by anytime? Yeah, come by anytime, seven days a week. Um, We open at two most days, except for Saturdays and Sundays. We open at 11 a.m. Nice. Talk about your brown spirits. The brown spirits. The, the whiskeys. That's what we care about. Yeah. Well, so the, the brown <laughs> yeah. spirits, um, Fireside, that's our, our main brown spirit label. Uh-huh. Um, that is made with Colorado corn that we get from uh, Roggen Farmers Association. We also make it with uh, Colorado rye that we get from the Whiskey Sisters. Uh-huh. Um, and then we also have, uh, and then there's barley in there as well. Um the brown spirits, there's a uh, fireside is the main label, but there's we have a couple other uh, specialty and unique spirits. One is the barrel share. And the peach. Um, the barrel share is actually uh, it's a concept we created uh, last year. I taste that. It's really it, good. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's so it, we, I was we, trying not to have someone else's cup up there, so it didn't. You know. I didn't put. Oh, I, okay. I was just putting up there. What they was probably it? don't mind. It's a big family. Well, let's here. go. Yeah. You know. Try so, it all. so we age. We, we give our barrels, our used bourbon barrels, to a brewery. The brewery ages a beer in that barrel. We can then get the barrel back when they are done with That's the beer naughty. in the barrel, and then we continue <laughs> to age. Love it. Fireside. Naughty onward uh-huh. in that barrel and then we call it the barrel share are you blending other people's whiskey um yeah 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 I mean, so we, we yeah we have uh we have ours as well as others as well yeah fantastic you know when you get yeah. as big as they do as quick as they do it's really hard to keep up Absolutely. yeah like there's sometimes there's just nothing yeah. you can do well, well yeah, some of that the question next is, one yeah because it's hard you guys you're, your you got to wait three years there, i just right. want to smell it come on <laughs> easy now right. talking easy about now, the tiger. single barrel this is a hundred percent made in in the distillery colorado so the single barrel is the one you know that everything is being distilled aged and made in-house so this has been really exciting for us to do how many years uh this is we'll be doing a three-year at this march yeah so I mean, uh, I, I, listen. Is I, this a three-year right here if I taste this? Yeah, I love this But I don't feel like it tastes like a three-year. Like what you'll find in well, Colorado is that it, you have, and Tyler can confirm all this, but you end up having more um, interaction with the barrel, and it goes faster because you have higher angel share because we're so damn dry. So I think this tastes more like a Kentucky, like, eight-year. So it becomes maturation, not age cute. at this point. I agree. I got And that. a lot of them are coming off the top of our barrel, Rick, where you really get a change in temperature up there in Colorado, obviously. So you're getting a lot of expanding and contracting of that barrel. So it's just aging it even faster up up on the top row of that barrel, Rick. So love, Tyler's, really Tyler's nice. killing it with our barrel program. A, a, a he is of, on it. A lot. There's a, a whole lot of other whiskeys that are that are coming out this year, and and they are all going to be 100% made right here in Denver uh, by us. Um, so you're yeah. right about that. Isn't yeah. it great? Absolutely. It tastes yeah, like a, a way. That's a big, yeah. Like you're used to, you, everyone like pushes the Kentucky age thing. 
And, and I've had Kentucky like eight years, and I'm like, it tastes like some of our stuff that's coming off at like two or three. Oh, man, that's, that's And delicious. that guy's yeah. 124 proof, so yeah, it's a little hot. Yeah, but, I mean, you put a cube in this, and it is, right I agree, wanted. it drinks like a six, eight, mm-hmm. eight-year bourbon from Kentucky. It's really nice. You're, you're right where you want to be with that. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, as you're looking, at, so one of the things that strikes me, especially in this space, distilling these days, is so many innovative things are going on. And when I ask about, you know, are you blending or the methods, everybody's doing something different. Mike Myers is forced staving things. He's breaking records all over the place. You got the traditionalists like um, Smiley who will just say, you have to die on the vine. You got to make sure everything <laughs> totally. is right by the book and perfect. You yeah. know, you get uh, Rocker, whose right. whiskey's coming to fruition right now. Oh, yeah. In I, May, I mean, they're going to release their as, first, uh, first as, stuff. As we speak. Yeah. yeah. And working with the Whiskey Sisters, Dustin always talks about the bricks, right? Getting yeah. the yield from you that. You get a higher yield. Can you talk just um, briefly about that? He's talking more from a corn perspective, mm-hmm. but you do end up when you work, and it's like province, right? You you get stuff that's special to us, that's special to our farm. You know, you could have higher bricks depending on the variety. So the bricks is how much sugars and how much yields come off of it. So they're changing up their processes a little bit and hope to get more yields and more flavors as well in working with us. Partnerships are fantastic. Oh, yeah. So as you look into the future, obviously your model, the distribution, or you're on a lot of shelves, I would assume, with these different brands? Yeah, Colorado's definitely our our major biggest market, but we're in 12 states now. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations. We've been been growing steadily every year, and we try to stay on that path. We're always trying to reinvent ourselves, do exciting things. I mean, I've been drinking a ton of this old-fashioned, you know, barrel-aged old-fashioned. Wait, wait, wait. That's right. This is old. You guys, it's legit. You don't have to, like, worry about the sugar or anything. You don't have to. Yeah, it's still at. No way. We left it full strength at 80 proof. Just no way. Do you need some, it, Jay? No. I'm telling you. Jay just doesn't know <laughs> how to make an old-fashioned. You fashion, gotta try so that. this right. old-fashioned out of a bottle would be perfect for Jay's bartending. Hey, hey, I made an old-fashioned uh, the other day. I swear to how, goodness. How man. was it? So, uh, it was probably terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so between that and then you know, all the new things we're doing in the tasting room between music. We're also opening a little speakeasy with all Do that. Take barrel. one minute. Fire it off so and we can And your new branding. Strong. Don't forget your new we're branding. We're doing all new branding. All new labels will be launching in April. And also the speakeasy will open up on the other side where you actually get to see the distillery. And we're putting a little bar over there with barrel-aged cocktails, uh, pre-batch cocktails, and a little elevated... Uh, you know, cocktail experience on that side, but you could actually see what we're doing on that other side. So we're really excited about some of those things that are coming this year in 2020. It's going to be great. So cool. And and all the big liquor stores, people can get it at right now? Yeah, all major liquor stores. So uh, your Argonauts, Tipsies. All those, you're definitely going to find the yeah. Fireside lineup and mm-hmm. Elevate Vodka for sure. Uh, Denver Dry Gin is at most of those. So, yeah, single barrels, you know, stores are starting to buy single barrels specifically for their store. They come down, taste with Tyler and get to pick it out themselves. Go visit these guys. I love the array. The spirits are delicious. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye, Felicia. I know. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) What a great show. Jesusia Silva did a great job tonight. Thank you, Jesusia. so good. The whole team, for Jay Parker, for Brian Freeman, myself, Greg Hollenbach, we'll take off and we'll see you next time on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yes.